Welcome back to the Mel K Show. I am very, very honored today to have my guest. So much is going on in the world of the Department of Justice or injustice uh, of law and order or the other the flip side of that. And uh, so much is happening to Donald Trump in terms of political persecution that I could think of nobody better than to talk about it than Peter Tickton. Thank you for joining me, sir. I'm happy to be here. Thank you. Uh, if you could tell my audience uh, a little bit about you, if they don't know you, which would be a surprise because my audience is pretty in tune. But uh, first and foremost, just uh, let them know who you are, and then we'll get into any number of things we could talk uh, about. Well, I, I was born at a very young age. Um, it, it, now, who am I? I'm, uh, I, I'm a lucky guy. Okay, I I I, I was I was lucky to. Uh, go to New York Military Academy when I was 15 years old. Uh, I was lucky to have parents that could afford it and very lucky that uh, ultimately in my my senior year, my captain of my company was Donald Trump in his senior year. And uh, and we became close at that time. Wow. Because uh, I was running his first company for him, Company A. Right. Uh, okay, so I know who this fellow is, okay? And yeah, people, you do. Usually, one, yeah, you don't know anybody until you live with them. And we literally lived together. It was, it, it, it wasn't, people don't understand about military academies. It's more like a reform school in a way with a really, really good academic staff and good, good, good teaching situation. Yeah. But you don't go home. You know, you're, you're there. You arrive on day one, you go home for five days at Thanksgiving, you go home for nine days at Christmas and seven days at Easter which were called Christmas and Easter, by the way. Right. Uh, and uh, exactly. Yeah, exactly. And we, uh, uh, you, you didn't go out, you, you couldn't go to town to go to dinner. You know, you had to march to the mess hall with everyone yeah. else. And all, you know, so we were there 24 hours a day, every single day. Yep. Uh, and you've and remained the, very close with uh, President Trump to this day. You also uh, are an attorney, a very a uh, successful, a very well-known attorney for all of these years as well. And you uh, have worked with Donald Trump on his uh, some of his um, uh, legal situations, and he's in many of them right now. Uh, most people know that you're one of the attorneys that put in the case that a lot of people were very excited about. They thought maybe there would be some uh, justice of some sort about Russiagate and the Hillary Clinton and uh you know, her, her entire crew that set up the Steele dossier and all of that. Um, a uh, We are watching judge after judge, bias judge after judge turn down these uh, cases that really the most American people think should go forward. So that was uh, recently. Uh, can you just tell my audience a little bit about that case? Because I, I, is that over? Is that done? Because I, I think oh, most no. people believe that that case <laughs> was a was for all of us, not just for Donald Trump. Oh, it was not just for Donald Trump. <laughs> You know, Donald is in a position right now where, you know, believe me, none of this is for him. Uh, yeah. He, he has no choice. He has to do what he is doing right now because, you know, there's two kinds of people. There are those that are involved and, and active, and there are those that are not at all. You know, those are the two extremes. But the funny thing about each end of those extremes is they're both equally going to be affected. Right. 
Okay. It's not as though if you don't get involved, it's okay. Uh, because it didn't make any difference to, let's just say, the Polish population uh, that didn't get involved. It, it didn't. Uh, it didn't matter when the Nazis rolled in; they were affected. They were all affected when Germany was destroyed in the Second World War. They were all affected, uh, and you know, right now we've got the same kind of problem. But I, I want to get to your question. You, you, the this was the case against Hillary Clinton right. and thirty other people. Uh, or, you know, some of them were companies, but basically almost all of them were individuals. Right. So it didn't matter whether it was uh, Podesta or uh, Deborah Watsman Schultz or any of the other characters that were really behind it. The The lead defendant was Hillary Clinton. Right. And this was an action brought by Donald Trump. Right now, we, it was dismissed by Judge Middlebrooks. A lot of people criticize Judge Middlebrooks and say that he he was biased, he was dishonest, he was this, he was that. I, I, I've been in front of this judge. I think that this is a good man that is an honest person, but I think it's the epitome of, of, of being able to show why Donald Trump is right when he says that the crooked press is the enemy of the people. The, the okay. fake news, is the people that put that out every day, all day, they are the enemy of the people because it's people like Judge Middlebrooks that are fooled and who are given all the wrong information. And they know for a fact that Hillary Clinton could never have paid for right. the Steele dossier, okay? It's impossible. So to them, because they only see one side of the story and they see this fake, story uh and it, it it rather than blame judge middlebrooks I, I i think we need to attribute the fact that that he was as extreme in his beliefs where he knew that the, he knew the facts and he knew that we couldn't possibly be right but he he didn't have anybody make an argument in front of him in that regard he didn't ask any questions in that regard he just went on his own beliefs because he was so sure that he was right. Right. I mean, I mean this I'm is sure what we're most, seeing most... with January 6 cases, which you are involved in that too, uh, in, in a, a, another way. But we're seeing this with the January 6 cases and with all of Donald Trump's cases. But with Donald Trump's cases, especially in New York um, and, and D.C., these judges don't seem to be, I, I they seem to be openly biased, openly already hate him. And yet it's allowed to move forward with, I mean, there's not much oversight for judges, but I think what's really frustrating for people, A, a lot of people, not just on the right or uh, in the middle, there are a lot of people on the left that would like to see Hillary Clinton and Bill Clinton be held accountable for some of the stuff. And certainly Hillary Clinton for the Russiagate situation. And, and you know, there's a lot of people that aren't on, on our side that would like to see her held accountable for many other things. And again, they don't do that. But what so is there any recourse? Because you guys are watching like Judge Erdogan, Judge Chucknick, Judge uh, Burl Howell. These people hate him and and their decisions aren't based on uh, it doesn't seem to me uh, law. OK, so what first of all, just just to wrap up in terms of the case against Hillary Clinton, that case is in appeal. Great. Are the appellate lawyers? I'm not one of the appellate lawyers in that case. The appellate lawyers did a great job. The brief reads really well. It's very convincing. 
uh, if not uh, compelling. So, I mean, that that case, I mean, unless we run up against the wrong judges in the 11th Circuit, but in all likelihood, we're going to get the right judges. Be, right. Well, that's one of the best courts that we've got in terms of uh, uh, Donald Trump's appointees. Right. So, now, you know, yeah. on the other hoping, judges. We don't, yeah, yeah, we don't know who, which judge is going to be, but we but that's under appeal. So the question is, can we deal with these other judges, these biased judges? And I think that you really have to look at the whole situation. And if you don't mind, uh, I mean, you're, I can tell in one minute with you that you're, uh, you see it as it, see things as they are. And uh, you just want the truth. Well, the truth of the matter is that our country has been taken over by criminals. Yeah. Uh, and uh, what what's going on here is very similar to, oh, uh, I don't know. I used to say, you know, uh, 1932, but maybe we're in 1934, 1935. Right. Maybe we're past that point where we're before Kristallnacht, but we're we're after the takeover of the government and not as effectively as Hitler did it. In 60 days, he went from chancellor to, uh, you know, to Fuhrer. Uh, but what we're seeing is the people that are behind Biden are the ones that are in, that are pulling all the strings and. And, and, and why are they pulling these strings and why are they taking over the government and, uh, and, and, and where are we? And the, it's not because of some individual, you, as we've seen in, in, in the past with these kinds of circumstances where you've got some dictator who takes over uh, with a coup or whatever. Uh, but it really has to do with what's going on with the World Economic Forum and what their goals are. Yeah. So... And all of these things are all happening and they're all related and they're all interrelated. And, you know, it's amazing, you know, how much of everything they've taken over so far. You know, it's not just uh, just that we have some absolutely horrendous judges who are not open to to examine the, the truth. But it and and for the most part, I will tell you that the judges that I appear before, for the most part, uh, unfortunately, not all together. I wish it were, but you know, some of them are out to get Trump's lawyers as well, and yeah. I happen to be one of the yeah. targets. But but uh, but it's also uh, but most of the judges, I mean, that I appear before are just not into this nonsense at all, and. Uh, it's just when you bring these political cases and you get the wrong judge. But, you know, most judges, I mean, we shouldn't be hating our judges because right. the, the, our system is actually a good system. And in, in Palm Beach County and Broward County, Florida, I mean, the, the state court judges, the federal court judges, these are good people, good men and good women who who uh, I, I, I can't just criticize to uh well, it seems so, like what we're saying, no. what we're seeing also with the other agent, with the FBI, say, I, I would think that most FBI agents are good people that want to fight crime and corruption and all of that. But at the, the very top, it appears that they are. And and my question for you then is, since I obviously agree with you, is do the are these judges unaware of the stakes our nation is facing in terms of our survival as a nation state? Because the truth is. The World Economic Forum and all their other tentacles that they're connected to do not want nation states to exist. They want global governance. They don't. They don't hide it on their websites or in their talks or anything. They they are. Oh, they need it. They need it. Yeah, they need it for their goals. Right. Their goals have to do with you know. You have to understand these people. These are not people that 
are like the you know Mr. Evil in some movie. Okay, they're not like rubbing their hands and saying, ah, ha, 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 "We're going to destroy the earth." They they think they're going to save the earth uh, and by reducing the population, perhaps. And uh, you know, there's there's you know there's there's much to be concerned about. And the thing is, the people that are really supporting all of their ways, they're going to be the ones that are going to suffer the most. So, you know, it, there's no safety for them because they're fools now. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, the, 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 and, and I, I hate to sound like somebody that's extreme or, you know, they, they have ways of labeling anybody that says the things that I just said as being. Uh, well, well, you must not my, watch my show because I say it every day. But but the crazy part is, you know, that old saying, and I know you've seen it when it's like Donald Trump. He said it himself, but he says they're not after me. They're after you and I'm in the way. I keep saying they're not after America. They're after the world and America's in the way. And the controlled demolition of America is oh, necessary. Oh, God, you give me the chills because you're not you're you're saying what is there. What's what what. You're seeing the same thing that I'm seeing. Yeah. Yes, and most of the world is already gone. You, you know, look, look at Jordan Peterson, the psychologist who criticized uh, Trudeau, and by criticizing him, uh, that now the uh, regulatory board uh, has come down on him, and he has to be re-educated. Right. Okay. Exactly. Whatever that means, you know, it's going to be very interesting to see because he's not going to keep it secret. He's going to show us. But you know, right. the fact is that uh, that Canada is gone, and Australia is gone, and most of Europe is gone. Uh, Africa, they, they don't seem to care about that. They're going to let those people just starve anyway. Because I mean, you know about uh, thirty by thirty. I oh yeah, anything. oh yeah, and and you know the SEC is about to put in a rule under Gensler that is basically that they're going to put all of our natural resources, including air, water, land, people, on the New York Stock Exchange to be run by, by them again. And and is it your understanding when we talk about there's a lot of people out there that still refuse to acknowledge that there's a they. And I just say, go look up Agenda 2030 on any of their websites. And it's all in lockstep. They, they have a plan. Their 17 development goals are truly about executing that plan on a globalist scale. I keep saying to people, the vote in 2024 is about remaining American citizens or becoming global citizens. It's not going to um, be, the, you know? It, no, the, the vote in 2024 is between staying alive and not. Okay, because when, I mean, just think about it. If the idea is that the governments of every country, and apparently every country is signed on to this. Right. Every country in the world. And what they have agreed to do is to obtain, most of them are just going to take it, but in, in the United States, we're going to, they're going to buy it, buy 30% of all of the farmland that's, that, that, that's presently available. So when we, we have enough food to feed the world, but just barely, and there's still millions of people, about 25 million at this point, that are starving to death. So uh, if we reduce our arable land, by 30% all around the world. I mean, that's that's not a, that's not something where, oh, you're gonna be sorry because you're not gonna have your voice anymore. You're not gonna have you anymore. Right. Uh, as you know, if people are hungry, everything will change. Yeah. And uh, and that that's that's where they're going. 
Now, what is what is real? Because you, I agree with you. I always say I, I don't think that right now, left or right, Republican, Democrat is total. It doesn't matter right now. It's a captured nation from a top to bottom, from local uh, po- local uh, politics all the way to the White House. And to me, um, that capture is a is what you're talking about too. Is the global public private partnership uh, through the World Economic Forum, which is again connected to the UN. They've been for a long time, and this they're stakeholders. But these people actually have no authority over us, but they've taken over our country through the, as as you discussed about the 30s and 40s, through the banks and the multinational corporations, which are globalist corporations. So where is our government right now in this in this situation? Because it seems like it it's it's not functioning at all for the people or for this country, rather that it's being told what to do. Well, you know, I, I gotta tell you, we all we have one chance. And only one chance to be able to fight this thing and to be able to to beat it, and and that's Donald Trump. Yeah. If if he doesn't make it, if we don't elect him in two thousand twenty four, then you know, then that's on us. But that's our that's our one place. You're you're absolutely right. Uh, uh, you know, they're coming for us, and he's standing in the way. And he, but but we got to put put him in position where he can really stand effectively. And he, we need him back in office. That's the only way that this is going to happen. I agree. I mean, it's, and so, it's so hard for people to imagine. And you, you see what's what's going on here. If you imagine a big, big TV uh, television that you have in your living room, okay, mm-hmm. and 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 you see a little pixel, like one tiny little spot, changes a little bit. It almost looks the same, but it's changed. And you know, it's just a little different shade of blue. And then another one is a different shade of pink and another one and you got these little pixels you don't notice those pixels and then after a while you get enough pixels that you start to see that there's another picture on top of your picture right and that's what is happening in america right now so if you're asking where are we in terms of governance and you know like who's fighting this and who's dealing with this we still have enough pixels to be able to resist this at this point we still have the two pictures that we can still see one is taking over to some extent but not entirely thanks to elon musk we've got x where we didn't have twitter uh so you know because they've taken over i mean think what they've taken over our entire educational system from k all the way through uh they've taken they've taken over uh the, the presidency they've taken over the senate uh, they've taken over many seats in Congress. They've taken over big business. I mean, Coca-Cola, I, I won't drink Coca-Cola now. You know, I've switched to Pepsi <laughs> because because the, the president of Coca-Cola says that people that uh, like Donald Trump, uh, he doesn't care if, he, if uh, we're his customers anymore. Right, so, I know. Oh. I hope you're enjoying the show. I was just talking on my new Patriot mobile service. I have to tell you, I'm so excited. They are incredible. They are America first. They they align with my values. 
And you know what? It's unlimited minutes, unlimited text, Wi-Fi calling, unlimited data, high speed, everything that you could use, just like everyone else. We have our time, we have our vote, and we have our money. And the great thing about Patriot Mobile is your service will be exactly the same. Difference with Patriot Mobile is they are an America first company. And what they do is they reinvest their money into causes that matter to me and matter to you and matter to this nation. At Patriot Mobile, those causes are the First Amendment, the Second Amendment, life, liberty, the pursuit of happiness, the Constitution, and our children's future. So please go to themelkshow.com. Patriot Mobile is a partner of ours. Please use the code MELK. What I can tell you too is that they are supporting me and they are supporting creators because they believe in the First Amendment. They believe that censorship is wrong and they are going to put their money where their mouth is. Do what you can for the creators out there that are doing what I'm doing. Please go to Patriot Mobile, Mel K Show. All I can say is thank you so much, guys. Supporting my partners supports me, and Patriot Mobile is absolutely awesome. I checked them out. We're switching to Patriot Mobile, and we hope you do too. Thank you so much. It's really shocking, but um, you know him really well, uh, obviously, your whole life. So, you know, for me, um, I think what they're doing to him has has backfired dramatically, and it continues to backfire. And I understand who's behind it. I know Weissman and Eisen and all the people back there that are really pushing this lawfare against Trump and, and other people involved. Um, but it does appear to me, and, and I wonder to you, uh, and I'm, I'm wondered to him, that people that didn't like Trump or didn't vote at all or whatever are watching what is happening to him and feeling something that they never imagined to feel, which is compassion or empathy. Or I, I've heard people that were super anti-Trump recently not only say that they're going to vote for him, and these are like hardcore libertarians that I do some shows with, but also um, that they said they would never imagined they could feel bad for him. And, and I don't mean in the way that they pity him, but in a way of people have never seen anything like this. And I think his ability to then go on stage at a rally as if, as if, the world is working in some way and not show fear. There's something about him that is is such a warrior spirit that I think it's winning over people watching what's happening to him more than uh, they ever imagined on the other side it would or could. Uh, it does appear that way to me. Uh, what is your thought from the inside? Well, you know, he went to New York Military Academy. I wrote a book about what makes Trump tick. Um, and I'm it's on Amazon if anybody wants to buy it. You know, what makes Trump tick? Yep. By Peter Tick Tim. Okay. So, uh, but it it explains what we went through there and why he's he doesn't he doesn't run his life on the basis of fear. Okay. He he we 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 kind of had that, and I hate to put it this way, but beaten out of us. We not only went through a system that was that was very uh, difficult, but we learned to stand up to that system and to conquer it. And once you stand up to fear as a young person, you know, uh, and you learn to do that, then it's very hard to for anybody to make you fearful again. And so, uh, and I, 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 it's something I've talked to a number of you know now grown up but right. cadets about. And and uh, it seems it not it didn't work for everybody, but it works for a lot. It worked for a lot of people, including Donald. Right. So you know he he is a. Uh, I mean, you had president after president after president that promised to change the embassy, uh, the the capital to to Jerusalem in Israel, 
and and uh, and then once they got into office, they all wimped out. Yeah. Right. Donald wasn't afraid to do it. He did what he thought was right because you know that's what he's always going to do. You know, he doesn't need this. He doesn't want this fight. He doesn't want the world to be requiring him to be the man that has to be there in order to avoid everything that we're in at this point. Right. Uh, whether it's the threshold of World War Three or whether it's the threshold of becoming 1984 or uh, exactly which, which whichever one of these major disasters is, is, is we're we're facing. I mean, you know, these people do get it. OK, they understand that we need a border. You know, I mean, you know, there's very few people that are so stupid that they don't think we need a border. I mean, you know, but why? You know, I have to ask why. Why is it that all of a sudden we're opening the border? Is it because we want to allow all these potential infantry people from China? Is it because we want to uh, we want fentanyl to come into our country? It's very hard to understand why this is something that is 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 now approved by so many people in our government uh, to to do when it's just idiotic. It's crazy. Right. So, you know, that, when Donald says, you know, it, that we're fighting crazy when and people like, uh, uh, well, whoever it is, Ted Cruz or or pretty well anyone is saying we're fighting crazy. Senator Kennedy was saying that recently. Yeah. I mean, we, we really are fighting crazy. Yeah. Uh, but but there's a reason for it. They, they're not doing anything by by just mistake and by just happenstance. They have reasons for everything that 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 they're advancing. Yeah, well, a lot uh, of these guys are trilateral commission guys, the guys behind uh, Biden right now. They don't want the border, uh, you know, and and in the extraordinary uh, and it's not just Soros. He's he's one of many, many people. I call them the, the global billionaire oligarchy. But uh, they um, they really don't have any allegiance or alliance with we the people or our flag or our nation at this point. I like, you know, Obama has a, wor a movie out right now called Leave the World Behind. And I, I was in Hollywood and a writer for 20 years. And I said, he means it. He means it. Uh, these people are in on this. Obama signed on to Agenda 2030 in 2015. They're very unhappy, I believe, that Donald Trump came in and started dismantling their their wings of influence in UNESCO and in the WHO and all of that. He was looking at NATO. They didn't like that. And uh, he's a much more bigger threat. I, I keep saying to people, he's a bigger threat to the world global plan than than anything having to do with America, left and right. He's actually the best solution for America. Now, one thing I did want to ask you about, because people don't really talk about this, and I think it's important, and I know you understand this, is what uh, the O'Biden, I call them, what the O'Biden administration has done to our foreign policy is he has alienated the United States in such a way that I don't believe that these foreign leaders, uh, Modi, G, Putin, the Saudi Arabian prince, Egypt, all these nations, North Korea especially, will not negotiate, I don't believe, at all with this crew of Blinken and Sullivan and, and Biden and all of them. I believe that the only way that we avoid World War III escalating to the next level is Donald Trump, because I believe all these men would still sit down with him. And I think that, you know, and they wanted him so badly to call Putin or G dictators, and he refused to say anything negative about them. And I think people have to start to really think about how we can improve and fix our foreign policy and what is going on, where they're leading us. And that's where I think Donald Trump is the most important part of this. 
Well, in, in every single respect. I mean, the, the, first of all, the economy is everything in terms of international relations as well. And we, he had it going so well, you know, reducing taxes and, uh, and, 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 and making America so much more productive again, as opposed to, you know, this, this mentality that we have that is so destructive to our economy that's, that's ongoing. So, you know, you, you can start there with the economy and then you, you can, yes, Look, you know, I, 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 I talked to Donald and, and for a while I could, I never said to any, anybody when, when he told me, he said to she, but then I saw him, uh, at, at, he, he did say it publicly once. So I can, I can say, yeah. you know, where, 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 where he basically let him know. Well, I, I don't think he made it public exactly what he was going to do, but it, it was such that, that she only, he didn't even need to believe that Donald would actually do what he right. said he was going to do, but he just needed 10% of, you know, 10% of his belief needed to be, if he thought it was a 10% chance, he would never take the risk and never even talked about Taiwan after that. Right. And so, uh, you know, the, the, the fact is you've got somebody that these foreign leaders, not only do they, does he give them options that they need to fear, but more important, they, he gives them credibility. He, he he's somebody they can actually relate to and speak to and understand and they, they know where they are so they know what to do yeah. where whereas uh you know what's going on right now it, it it's a demonstration of, of of weakness and and stupidity is a form of weakness and the the problem with stupidity there's two problems with stupidity most people know the number one which is you can't fix it you can't fix stupid but the other problem with not with stupidity is that stupid doesn't know that it's stupid. And so they they don't get out of their own way. And yeah. they don't make they 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 don't make options available that would be smart. Yeah, well, the so, arrogance is out of control. The way that these people speak, and like you were talking about, the a lot of people didn't know when Donald Trump was out there in 2016 talking about the fake news media that he meant it and, and that it is the enemy of the people. And now they just lied, lie to us. They get up there and they lie. They know that we know that they're lying and they don't care. They, I feel like these people they, they're, that we're talking about that are manipulating a lot of what's going on, they, they're at a point where they don't care that we can see them. They don't care that that we know that they they cheat or manipulate or that the border is not incompetence. And, and this is a, a strange place to be. And I, your whole life, you've been a litigator, a negotiator, all of that. What what can and should we, the people, the people out there be doing? Because you said earlier, also, anyone not participating is participating. <laughs> so. Well, no, well those, no, that's not what I meant. The people that are not participating are going to be as affected as those that are exactly. participating. Right. You know, so it's so stupid for them to just leave it to us. You know, come on, come on in. The water's the water's fine. You know, right, right, it, exactly. Yeah, yeah. It, it's time you came. You became active because it, it, you're going to resent the. You know, you're going to be sorry that you weren't active before, if you're not active now. I mean, now you're. What can they do? First thing they do, whatever county they're they're in, call the Republican Party. And, you know, you know, it, it's so easy to become an active participant. Yes. It's not as though, you know, if they if they if they were to say, oh, we're not interested in your help. Thank you very much. Uh, you know, they're not going to do that. 
they they need all the help that they can get because there's a lot of things that you can do and they can put you to work but at the very least that's something you can do yes and 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 and, and no matter what you're doing whatever business you're in whatever it it helps your whole life anyway so there's no reason not to participate in politics at this point because because we're 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 damned if we don't yeah Okay. Yeah, and it doesn't matter if if you're an active participant and 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 they all know your name and they're coming for you after, or they don't know you at all because they're coming for you after. Exactly, exactly. Now I think a lot of people were um, are looking at Donald Trump going into 2024. You know, I tour I tour with Eric and Lara and um, General Flynn and uh, Cash and a lot of people in Navarro that are very, very supportive and looking forward to this. And I know there's a lot of plans laid already. Uh, one thing I wonder if you saw from your vantage point, I think a lot of people that do uh, are voting for Trump or are considering, uh, look at who he was surrounded by in his first term. Uh, he was new, he didn't He didn't really at that point, you know, one, one person who was inside his world said to me that he honestly thought after he won and he went into the White House that it would be like taking over a company and okay, he won. Now let's figure out how to do everything. But instead, a lot of people, it appears from before he even winning, were put into the bureaucracy and surrounding him that were blocking things, whether he knew it or not, and working against him. Do you feel at this point um, in this next round that he um, is already working on making sure that that doesn't happen? Uh, I think I think that's really important uh, for people to understand who he is now compared to who he was in 2016. I think he understands the urgency of getting rid of the deep state uh, better now than he ever understood it before. Uh, and in fact, I'm sure of that. As far as, uh, you know, the thing is, you know, Donald uh, Trump is Donald Trump. I mean, he's not, you know, he, he, you never see a different person. Okay. Every now and then I, I hear a story about how he got upset and was, you know, real upset with somebody at the way, uh, at the White House or, or, or at Mar-a-Lago. And I, you know, this guy, you know, when, when we were at New York Military Academy, he was my captain. It, there are times that are it, like in any life, anywhere, there are times that are going to be stressful. And there's times when you're going to be upset because things aren't going right. Uh, and in that whole year, you know, it's not like I can count on my hand the number of times he got upset and screamed at somebody. Okay. It, this, this zero. Okay. It never happened. Okay. This is a guy who really is in control of himself. And in order to be in control of other things you need to be in control of yourself first. And, and he is. Yeah. Uh, and so, you know, you know, you know, people ask me very often what kind of guy he was, you know, and he was a sweetheart of a guy, you know, he came in second in the contest of, uh, you know, everybody's pal. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, and so we had to give him something. So we gave him a uh, ladies man, but, but there were no ladies, you know, we were all guys. You yeah, know, yeah. Was, well, yeah, he's charming so. and we and he's witty and he's approachable. Uh, what are your thoughts on on the Trump cases right now and that case in particular with Jack Smith? Well, Jack Smith, I'm not sure if you you've heard. I don't know what what's out there, but uh, not 
but but there is information about how he was part of a a, a ring of uh, extortionists. Yeah. Uh, and so he he's got a very questionable background. Yep. Yep. Uh, and, and and you know so, but you know he's a bad guy to begin with because he's using the legal system for not quite personal uh, vendettas, but for for political vendettas. And and there's no you know that there's no right way to do a wrong thing. Oh, right. Exactly. Exactly. And, and so you know that that's he's doing a wrong thing. He, you know, he's a bad guy. Yeah. Uh, and then if you, you look at the, these other cases, I mean, obviously, we anybody with half a half a brain, you know, that, that's not dying of loneliness uh, can see exactly what's going on. That's why you're mentioning that all these people appeared. And yeah, I, I don't know if you've, you've seen also that uh, in the black community that his popularity oh, yeah. is sure. going up greatly. And because, legal immigrants, especially I have a lot of legal immigrants, people that escaped communism and see what's happening here. There's a whole swath of people that uh, even in 2020 might not have been uh, looking at him in the way that they are now. That's why I think that the it's going to be overwhelming for him already. I just think they're going to do anything they can to over the next year and that people have to be very, very they have to. strong. Yeah, they have to when. You know, I, I remember as a as a young child, and I won't get too long in the story, but you know, I come from a different time. Donald right, Trump I know. Comes from the same time. Yep. We were both born within it within a year of the end of World War II, where they still had air raid, air raid sirens going off, and the, and cars would pull over and so on. You know, but it's not like ninety percent of the cars or ninety nine percent of the cars, hundred percent of the cars would pull over. Nobody didn't comply. Uh, there, there was no dissent because we were at war just before this, and. You know, anyway, there was this one gathering that my parents had in the house and it was a different time. It wasn't like music and drinks. It was like uh, the women went to, to the kitchen or yeah. wherever they went. And being a boy, knowing I was a boy, still knowing what I am, my personal pronouns are, you know, he, him and what's it to you. Uh, <laughs> but but, you know, the, the, the fact is that, uh, you know, th there was this th this discussion among the men. They would that's what they would do. They would philosophize. Yeah. And and the question that was on the table, and I and I I shouldn't remember this because I was just a little kid, but I do. I remember it really well because the question that was on the table is what went wrong in Nazi Germany? What was the one thing that if it could have changed, would have been would have made everything different? And they actually came to a conclusion, which I didn't understand at the time, but somehow I remember it. And the conclusion were was that the criminals took over the government. Because once the criminals take over the government, and now this isn't from memory, but my, my, my understanding, once the criminals take over, it's not as though they have the option of saying, oh, we're just kidding, you can have it back because they're gonna get prosecuted and maybe hung. Right. So, you know, there's there, that's what we're dealing with at this time. And it's, you know, these are the most dangerous times that I've seen in my 77 years. Right. And 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 uh, and it's because of that, because the criminals are in power, and somehow we need to be able to wrestle it, rest it back. Yep. yep. And what do you say uh, 
to the people out there that are, you know, this is a campaign. This is also cognitive warfare. I do a lot with General Flynn talking about 5G warfare and, and uh, you know, the manipulation on all fronts uh, by these people. They're, they're very smart people, unfortunately, uh, and they know how to manipulate the masses in many different ways, including Goebbels level propaganda we're being hit with all the time. What, what do you say to the people out there in going into 2024? Because I, I see many things coming, not just from, uh, you know, this this corrupt government and all of these orders with the climate and, and all this stuff that they're using central bank digital currency, but also with the culture. It, it's all part of the same thing. So what what advice do you give to people about weathering the storm? I, I still believe that we will prevail and on the other side of 2024, there will be a lot of, of reckoning and, and I hope a lot of agencies that are unconstitutional dismantled so we can get things done. But in the meantime, what are you saying to people about getting through between here and there? It's an interesting question. I spoke for about 45 minutes to Michael Flynn yesterday. Oh, really great. Yeah. yeah. So did yeah, I about, spoke to him uh, last night. <laughs> uh, about similar things to what we're talking about now and our concerns about certain aspects of things that are going on that need to be changed. Uh, but, you know, the, it's, look, I think we've got about the better odds than George Washington had of winning the the Revolution of War and his and his odds were very low, but he won. Yes, he did. And he won because because he had people that would, were fighting, and it couldn't have happened without that. And so, you know, if, if anybody who's listening to us right now thinks that this is going to take care of itself and that they don't need to get involved, then then they're idiots. I'm sorry, audience, but you know, you you're you're either in it. And you're in it to win it, or you're making a mistake. You're 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 giving up your chance of making sure that this happens and happens the right way. Uh, I, I I see things getting worse. You know, right now, you know, look, you can't have a mission of destroying the fossil fuel industry and really seriously think that electric cars and electric uh, stoves are going to solve all the problems of of the world. They're going to create the problems of the world. That, that the world's going to have. And, and this is something that is makes sense only from the point of view, if you believe that some of the things said by people like Michael, uh, like, like, uh, like Bill Gates uh, uh, are, are actually coming in effect. If you understand why the Zuckerbox dollars came into the election to completely uh, you know that that's what two thousand mules is all about. Who do you think was paying for all all of the corruption in there? So uh, people like that, okay, mm -hmm. and they're doing it because they have a mission, and their mission is good for them, but not good for us. Right. And you know, so that's that that. I don't know if that answers your question directly, but I think I no, it kinda... does. It does. I just want people to understand that you know we are precipice of something uncharted here. I mean, and I say what you say, I say, you know, you're going to look back on this time, whichever way it goes, and you're going to have to say what you did when totalitarian, you know, takeover, some kind of inexplicable tyranny came knocking on America's door. What did you do? Because it's, it's going to count. It's just so unbelievable. You know, it's so difficult for people to understand what's really, really happening because it, 
it doesn't even make a, a believable movie story. It doesn't, it, it, you know, why and how, how is this happening and, and and so on. But it is happening and it is real and it's a nightmare. So wake up. Yeah. Well, thank you, sir. Peter Tickton, you are fighting for uh, America. And like I said, your battles that you face are not for uh, Donald Trump. They are for this country and all of us, too. Uh, so I'm very grateful to have had you here and, uh, and, uh, I really appreciate all you're doing and keep up the great fight and, uh, keep, uh, keep your wisdom in his ear as he fights through this next year, which will be, uh, difficult, but we know that he can handle it. It's a David and Goliath situation at this point. I'm sure he never imagined he would be in, but, uh, God bless you and your family. And I really appreciate Thank it. You. God Thanks. bless you too. And, and Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to you and Happy New Year. We will see you in 2024. Thank you, sir. Thank you. I don't know about you, but I feel a lot better being prepared for whatever's coming. Every day I hear something new. You, something's coming from the CDC. Something's coming from the FDA. The who's trying to take over our, our healthcare system. All this craziness. And what I know is that one man really changed my life, how I look at everything that's happening to me health-wise. And that was Dr. Zelenko. He was a good friend of mine, a good friend of the show. And he came up with the most amazing product. Z-Stack has been a game changer for us. We have not been sick since we've been on it. We take it regularly. If we feel like we're coming down with something, we'll double up. But he has all new products over at the website. God rest his soul. He did not leave us unprepared. And that is very important for you to prepare. So he's got Z-Shield. He's got a kid Z-Stack, which is awesome. He's got Z-Flu, Z-Detox. He's got all kinds of things. He always said to me, your, your immune system must be clean, resilient, and resistant. This matters the most. And what I can say on top of that is that he supported me. He supported free speech. He supported medical freedom. He supported personal liberty and everything that I believe in, he believed in. He inspired me to be myself, to speak up, to speak out. And what matters is that you are feeling healthy, whole, clean, clear, focused, and that your immune system is protected from anything that comes our way. And Z-Stack is the best way to do that. Please stock up on Z-Stack. Go to themelkeshow.com. Go to our partners page, goes down to Z-Stack. That also supports the show. When you buy from our partners, these great people, especially Dr. Zelenko, who's dear to me, you are supporting the show and keeping us going. And I know that truth, freedom, and the First Amendment matter to you. They mattered to him. They mattered to me. So make sure you're always healthy. You're always out there. You're always standing up. Be brave. Courage is contagious. The narrative is falling apart, but as it does, there's so much of this fraudulent disinformation, misinformation, censorship coming from the globalists. And what we need to do is be focused on the facts, cut through everything, be discerning, and get it first and foremost out there to everyone. It is important that you know what is going on. Censorship is getting nuts. You guys know it. There's accounts all over the place that are fake, that are not me. I know you guys send me emails and I really appreciate it. And you report it and it's on Telegram and Instagram and Twitter and they're not me. So I'm super excited to announce We The People with Mel K. Be the first to join. It's a VIP community, just you and me behind a paywall, no trolls, no nothing. We get to know each other. I will give you the facts first. I break a lot of stories a long time before other people. We can talk about past, present, future, history, what we're doing now, solutions for going forward, what 2024 is gonna look like. I'm gonna do breaking news, do a lot of deep dives. I'm gonna bring that information to you guys first in a live Q&A every week. So please click the link below and join me over there. We are going to create a community, a community that is censorship proof, it's cancel proof, 
it's truth, it's transparency, it's on the road to God, country, justice, everything that we want in one place. This is the most incredible, amazing time to be alive. As hard as it seems and as difficult as the battle has been for you guys and definitely for me, all I know is that we all are part of the solution. We are all involved and invested and you guys have the passion that I have. So let's join together on live Q and A's once a week with me, Mel Kay, we the people of the United States taking back this nation. This is so exciting, guys. I've been dying to do this and we finally got the technology right. So please join me. Click the link below. Can't wait to get started.